Welcome back to the Rachel LaForce Show. That's right. It's me, Rachel LaForce. And this is my show. How are we? Uh, I am so beyond pregnant. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come on. I almost had like a full like lesson plan of everything I was going to share with you. Um, I'm getting my mic situated. There we go. She's ready. She's ready. Normally you do these things before you start recording. (laughs) Uh, But I have uh, no idea uh, when my body's going to go, we're done for the day. We're done now. Uh, Because that happens now all of the time where, you know, you're just doing something and then all of a sudden it's like, no, we're not doing, (laughs) we're not doing that anymore. That's how pregnant we are. (sighs) I just want to hit you with a little a little mini tune-up. This is the first one, the first of fish. For those of you that follow me on the gram, you know that I uh, offer these like 90-second kind of, you know, uh, unsolicited life advice tidbits. It's mostly just shit that like I've already learned and it's like, how many more times do you want to learn this? Maybe share it and, you know, <laughs> the accountability of the internet um, will help you from making the same mistake again. So that's you know, I like, I want to help you, but I really want to help me. Do you know what I mean? If I'm being perfectly honest. Oh, spirituality. She's so spiritual. So, but what I realized is a lot of times I finish those 90 seconds. It's like, but there's so much more to say. So I was like, you know, and also sometimes you don't want to tune in for like a full hour and a half. Like you're like, I get it, you know? So I wanted to offer you just some quick tune-ups. This is like, you're waiting in the carpool line. You don't have time to listen to a whole Rachel LaForce, you know, diatribe. Or you're running to Trader Joe's. You don't have time. But you want just like a little bit. Then this is this is what this is for. So originally, I was going to talk about growth edges today. Um, but I'm just scatterbrained. Do you feel it? You feel the energy. It's real. Uh, so instead, I just thought I would tell you about why I don't do psychedelics. Because I think that's hilarious. So obviously, we know people in these streets the wellness industry, we be loving psychedelics. We're talking all about it. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that is an absolute um, perfect example of why, like big pharma is not interested in actually creating a system of people that are well, right? We have a system that is designed to keep people sick and then to make money off of them when they become sick again, uh, th- that's not a woe is me look on the world. That's reality. Um, obviously, there's amazing things that have come out of Western medicine, right? Like my son and I, we probably both of us would have lost our lives in childbirth had we not had, you know, modern medicine and the way that we do today. So I'm not saying that it's all or nothing, but I am saying that, you know, like, hello, opiate crisis, you know, and then. <laughs> everyone on the right is like, it's fentanyl and it's the Mexicans. It's like, or it was us. We started it. We started it too. So uh, maybe look there. (laughs) Good place to start. Um, So I think it's an absolute shame that we have these amazing chemicals and products and plants and things that exist among us naturally um, that we're not utilizing to keep people well. Um, and I know, you know, a handful of people with very severe depression or bipolar, anxiety, trauma, PTSD, 
that I know quite well in my personal life and through utilizing in micro dosing, um, some in medical facilities, some, you know, on their own, it has made a radical change for their mental health. And I fully believe, you know, it's also just wild to me that quote unquote Christians, um, you know, are like, God made everything except these plants. We don't like those ones. I'm like, okay, well, who made those, Claire? <laughs> um, so I, you know, I, I am a firm believer of like actually everything that we need is here. It's all around. It's us that's made it so complicated. Like I was even thinking about that with starting this podcast. I have so many gadgets plugged in for this one thing. I've got a ring light. I've got a Sony. I've got a microphone. I have like a, a cam link HD. I've got, there's 75 things over here. And I was like, this is my day at work. You know what it used to be? Somebody would just go, all right, I'm going to go see what I can find today. And then they would just walk outside of their village and like grab a couple things and come back. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? It's been a day. That's what I'm saying. So I am a firm believer that, you know, God, the creator, the universe, however you identify, like we have this bountiful earth that unfortunately we have destroyed in many ways. Um, so I think psychedelics, you know, here, here we go. Stick the landing. I think psychedelics are amazing. I also think so psychedelics are super cool. Just if you're like, yeah, I want to like go and like go to the woods and do a bunch of mushrooms. Like I'm going to Joshua tree. Like I'm going to Joshua tree to do mushrooms is like a whole personality in Los Angeles. You understand? Like, so I'm here for it. Also, I've only done mushrooms once and I've never done any other psychedelic. So also know that, but here is why. So, you know, it's like my joke is always, um, that like my, my, my senses are so heightened all of the time that like, if I wanted to be like really overstimulated, I would just go to Joanne Fabrics on a Saturday. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to go to the woods with friends and be like, let's trip out. I'm like, I always feel that way. Do you understand? To the, the amount of self-care and things that I do so that I don't over feel my senses. I'm like, I can look at the trees and I feel them breathing. Do you understand? Like, that's where I'm at. So when people are like, dude, the trees are moving. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like flowers are a different color. I'm like, yeah, welcome to it. Um, so when I meditate, I, I can go to like outer space. I can go, and I'm not talking like people are like, I astro travel and I teach people how to astro travel. Also, if you're listening and you do that, I'm here for it. Okay. No judgment, just jokes. But I'm just saying there are all of these different kind of like modalities or rituals or ways that we like come to things that I feel like we've given them this weight of like, this is the thing that's going to change you or this is when really to me, I'm like, it's just, and this again is just my experience. So relax. It's just being open to whatever the experience is. And the more we kind of have that sense of openness and that sense of presence, you will be shocked how much you're actually picking up, right? Because that's the other thing when you're on mushrooms, you know, you've already told your consciousness, like, I'm going to do this thing that's like going to open up my mind. So you have already, like when you talk about set and setting, you for yourself have already decided that you are going to go on this adventure. I feel like I'm on an adventure all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, just straight thriving. So the time that I did do mushrooms, the set and setting were terrible. I had like, I was dating somebody at the time who I knew was like, 
basically, I don't know if he was still in love with his ex-girlfriend, but he's that there was like definitely like weird attachments there. And I didn't know how to like speak up for myself yet. And he was like, oh yeah, I was going to, she's having a bad day. She was going to come over and watch a movie or something insane where I was like, that's not okay. So, you know, we fight on the phone the whole way to the Joshua Tree as I like sit in traffic from LA to Joshua Tree. So like just, I arrive in just such a great headspace. My two friends that were there, uh, I had unspoken resentments towards both of them. So again, not a great place to start. Uh, I mean, also loved them dearly, but had some resentments as well. And uh, they'd been there for like three days. So they were totally like blissed out, zened out. You know what I mean? Like they had like some sun on their face from like Joshua Tree. And they, you know, they knew their whole way around. And they had just like been eaten off the land. And here I am, completely overstimulated, had an argument with my boyfriend that took way too long. You know, it should have just been like, I should have really just been like, you're still into her. I don't know. Thank you so much. I'm breaking up with you. I'm going to Joshua Tree to do mushrooms. Um, so I also didn't know a ton about like set and setting yet. So the beginning of it, was super fun. I took some and I all of a sudden I was like sitting in this RV and I couldn't feel my legs anymore. And I have never laughed like that so hard in my life. And I was like, oh my God, mushrooms are amazing. This is so much fun. <laughs> I had not hit my peak yet. So then there was like this, um, what are they called? Like tankless pools or whatever. The ones that just like, you know, they're just like cool. I feel like in, like influencers are, are always like posing in them and shit. So we're in this tankless pool and also Joshua Tree is like pitch black. There's no like, I mean, there's nothing around. So we're in, I'm floating, which was not a good idea unless you're like pretty experienced or down for the ride. And all of a sudden my friend goes, dude, look up. And I look up at the stars. I still remember it so vividly and it looked like a blanket of monster faces. Okay. Like, so overwhelming and bigger and brighter than anything I'd ever seen. And I whipped my head back down and I got out of the tub and all of a sudden I realized where I was like, oh, this is what tripping is. And I remember like my friends were laughing at me, which also was like not a good way to go. And so I'm like now hunched over. I shouldn't be sharing the story. So I'm hunched over uh, in the corner by myself, like prepping myself. And I was like, this is what tripping is. Like you're okay. We're going to have a good experience. You have nothing to fear, like walking myself through this. And then I like pull my head back up and I managed to navigate through the experience from a pretty good place. There were still a couple times where it like it was leaning in a little bit dark and I, I had the I wasn't so far gone that I couldn't kind of like lead us back to love. I also had like another really beautiful experience at one point and I was like, I just saw all of the people that I loved because I, I think because of the folks that I was there with and there was just like weird feelings and whatever that was coming up. And I was like, who are the people that like make me feel the most loved? So I just all of a sudden I saw this cartoon, almost like a balloon arch of hearts. And it was like all of the people that I really love just like, like coming through, you know, like one by one, almost like the entrance of a wedding, you know, where it's like, please welcome for the first time. Um, so there were like a lot of cool things that happened, but it certainly wasn't cool enough. Where like, I mean, listen, I'm down. I would maybe try them again for sure. 
uh, I'm definitely not here to fuck with ayahuasca. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to, uh, no thanks. Uh, and like some people, you know, they, they go and it's like, oh, I healed all of this, like 10 years of trauma in one ayahuasca trip, which I think is amazing. I do. I would have rather spent the last five years doing the healing I did, uh, rather than one ayahuasca ceremony. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to see like, you know, snakes and shit. So this takes me back to why I don't do psychedelics because the shit that I see when I get into a deep meditation is big enough already where like, you know, (laughs) spirits come and visit me and like people talk to me and I'm like in outer space. Again, that I'm like, I, and this isn't even information that people should know. You know what I mean? Like this is not something you should share with the internet, but I just so often people are like, what are your feelings on psychedelics? And I'm like, listen, if it works for you, get in there. You know what I mean? Uh, have fun on your trip. Uh, and I am a huge advocate for them. I'm even a huge advocate for uh, cannabis use as like plant-based medicine too. Uh, it's helped me a lot. So I'm totally here for for all of it. But as far as like just like either tripping is like a ritual ceremony or even just like tripping for fun, uh, happy to be your shaman, probably won't be getting down with you. So if you've heard my birth story before, I'm actually going to repost it as an episode um, so you guys can hear it because I'm interested to see how this next birth story goes with our son Theodore, who's, they keep telling me he's going to be coming in the end of, excuse me, the end of March. And I'm like, how it's not tomorrow, I don't understand because I feel like he's crawling out of my body. (laughs) So he wants out. Um, And we both feel the same way about that. So... The night before I was induced with Jonah, because I was at 41 weeks, and so they wanted to induce me, I went and got an induction massage. And I was visited. I won't say, I'll let you listen to the full episode when I talked about my birth story. Um, But all of these indigenous women that are either like, um, you know, ancestors or they are like spirit guides of mine. they were all there and like in this wigwam and I'm like walking through and it's lined with different generations of women on either side. And I get all the way to the end and there's this teeny tiny woman, like she's like four two, and so like she was the medicine woman and so much sun that like all of her wrinkles almost like all ran together, you know, in her face. And, uh, and she's like, hi, uh, Uh, I'm mama bear and this is going to be hard. And already like I could feel myself judging myself in the moment where I was like, really Rachel way to like whitewash this experience. Like her name's mama bear. Like she didn't even give me an indigenous name. And, uh, but then I would also find out that I was a bear person and my son are bear people. You got to listen to the whole episode. Do you know what I mean? Uh, It's a trip. And anyway, she took me on like this whole journey and explained to me like how difficult my birthing process was going to be and then led me to a circle of medicine men that were chanting and taught me the chant. I was like, and remember at any time, if it gets too overwhelming, you have to go back to the chant. Okay. So that's kind of, I'll let you listen to the full story with jokes uh, on the episode that I upload. Okay. So that's everything that happens. Then the next day I go into labor and it is 
incredibly difficult. The whole process was just grueling and traumatic. And I found myself going back to that chant. It's like two in the morning. I'm on like six hours of Pitocin with no medication. My body feels like it's literally splitting in half. There's no relief from these contractions. And the only thing that I could do was chant like this, like really low. Like I just got goosebumps again. Like it was the only thing that even like got me through half of that experience. And later my doula was like, that was beautiful. Like, what was that? Um, and spoiler, because I ended up having to be on an epidural because my body, the Pitocin just was so intense um, that I couldn't catch up with myself. So once, I, about an hour and a half, two hours after the epidural, my body had a chance to rest. And my doula's like, that was incredible. Like, what was that? Where did you go? And I'm like, okay, so last night I was visited by a spirit guide named Mama Bear. And she told me, so that I've seen that. Okay. Um, like I said, I travel in outer space quite a bit. And then most recently, uh, so I've been healing a lot of stuff. And when I say like healing stuff, like sometimes I think it's like so dramatic. It's not, it's not this thing, you know, I didn't go to like a women's circle and like write down an intention and burn it and then start crying, which all of those are beautiful and I've done all of them. But I'm just saying, again, this idea where it's like we place so much weight on every single type of like spiritual ritual and so much of what I want to lend my voice to and help people is like sometimes spirituality just means like connecting to self and like being in service of yourself. And if you subscribe to all of these modalities and rituals, fantastic. But ultimately, like everyone's spiritual journey is different and what's going to resonate for you is going to be different for everyone. Uh, and so some of this like new agey stuff, I'm just like, all right, friends, we see you. Um, and so a lot of what my quote unquote healing has been you know, I, like I just posted a video recently on my Instagram where I was like, the only way to um, get rid of your self-doubt is to outwork it. You know, like people come to me all the time and they're like, how did you like get through your self-doubt? I'm like, first of all, it still exists all of the time. I've just done enough work to see the evidence of when I do the thing that I feel called to do, that there's a reaction to it. And it's like, oh, okay, this is the thing I'm supposed to keep doing, right? So you just have to outwork it. That's, that's all that there is. And so through that action, through that work, I feel like a lot of healing has happened because I've really kind of like walked into this next version of myself, right? I'm not so scared anymore to do things that maybe two years ago would have really scared me because I'm like, oh, what's the fucking worst that's going to happen? A couple of people are going to unfollow me or think I'm weird, like whatever, you know? Like, like, oh, I think if I like wasn't doing what I'm meant to be doing, that that still wouldn't be the case. Like, that's the other thing that's wacky to me. When people are like, oh, but like, what if people aren't going to like it? I'm like, you think everybody likes you now? <laughs> you know, like, who who are you that just everybody's like, oh, they're so cool. Um, and if you are that person, like, get at me, you know what I mean? But uh, I don't really think that's how it works. So just let your freak flag fly and let it go. You know what I mean? Um, so through all this healing, I've been having these uh, uh, prenatal massages every other week. They're literally saving my life and also uh, s starting to add up. <laughs> they're not a f they're not super cheap, uh, but they're the only thing that have like kept me going. And uh, it's such deep rock, like relaxation that again, like my mind will wander and it'll take me places. So this time, okay, <sighs> y'all. Yeah. 
again, so I'm reading, also I'm reading a book about ayahuascans and like the whole background of it and that um, the whole idea of like the double helix in our DNA is actually like intertwined serpents and how um, there's like evidence of, you can tell how much I've retained of the book, um, of basically that it's like all of our DNA is like connected through like, even with like all of like the plants and all these things. That, so really a lot of the guesstimation is why a lot of people see giant snakes when they're on ayahuasca is that's like the origination of, ah, it like freaks me out, uh, is the origination like of our DNA, which also makes sense. There's all these stories from the Bible and so on of like the serpent, et cetera. Um, and the serpent represents like life and death and rebirth. Um, so it all checks out. Anyway, the book is phenomenal, but I'm super pregnant and I read it at night and I retain nothing as you can tell. Um, but I'll put in the show notes, the name of the book, if you're interested, it's super fascinating. Um, so I don't want to see snakes. Like I can get down with most and snakes. I'm not here for it. I don't know why they creep me out. I'm like, just duh. I don't want anything to do with them. So I'm in this massage and all of a sudden this giant motherfucking mother serpent appears. She's talking to me, osmosis, meaning she's not, obviously it's not like, hi, I'm a talking snake, right? But she's just looking at me. This I'm talking like a motherfucking, like I think there's a scene in Aladdin when like Jafar becomes a serpent, right? Doesn't he? He's like a viper and he like takes up the whole room. That's what it was like. But it was just this giant black snake in this giant affinity space that is also black. Okay? It was terrifying. She has green eyes. She's like, hey, I'm mother serpent. And I'm like, cool. Beat it. And... uh and she's like, you've been doing all this healing. There's all this stuff that you're letting go of. And like, it's really time now. Like you've reached the other side. Like we have to fully like let all of this go for you to get to the other side. I'm like, girl, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Like just so like your ass goes away. You know what I mean? Like this is not fun for me. Um, so then as I'm also having this massage, all of this like, old. Some of it is like, I can actually see the situation. Some are feelings, some are words, all of this stuff just is like, whoosh, 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 like leaving my body super, super fast. Can't make this shit up, you guys. And I mean, it lasts for, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes maybe. And, uh, and then it's like, as I'm rounding out like the end of this massage, and then I look back and mother serpent now is has completely shed all of her skin and it's the most beautiful like emerald and teal um almost like a tiger eye like that's like what her scales were it was like the most beautiful thing I'd, i mean still not here for it you know what i mean um have like a bunny visit me or something but uh was the most like beautiful thing i'd ever seen and and she was like um and she was like that's it like you're ready now and which, first of all, like, I appreciate like the brevity from Mother Serpent. You know what I mean? She wasn't like, listen, let's take it back. Okay. Um, like there wasn't like any sort of, you know, like formal ceremony. She was just like, look at your shit. We're going to let it go. And like, now you're beautiful. We're going to move on, you know? Um, so I can appreciate that. Uh, 
but that's what I mean. We're like, I left that night and I went to like a wellness, uh, like psychedelics event with some friends in Atlanta that night. And my one friend was like, oh, I want to tell you, like, I'm, I'm going to do like some microdosing to like heal some inner child stuff. And I was like, that's incredible. Like, I can't wait to hear about it. And um, we were like kind of talking through stuff like that. And I was like, uh, I saw Mother Serpent today. My friends were like, uh, I'm sorry, what? Um, like what like that's how weird that is to say out loud where it's like we're at this like kind of like cool kooky like loft event and everyone's just like you know doing their own thing and everyone's just like so ethereal and like the weird thing was you know for me to be like oh yeah well cool I saw mother serpent today and she told me that I'm ready to move forward in my life um so those are just like a few examples. I'm, ha- I'm happy to share more, but I said this was going to be a quick tune up and we're coming up on 30 minutes. So I'm going to wrap it. But uh, that's what I mean, where it's like, I would love to be the person, like my husband on the opposite, like loves psychedelics. This man loves mushrooms. Um, like even when we were in Joshua Tree last time before we had my son, uh, I think I think it was 2020. Yeah, it might've been during the pandemic. Uh, and that man, I mean, he did, so many mushrooms had a blast loved it and was like hanging out with me like no big deal I'm like you're not like seeing shit and stuff you know and I'm like I'm gonna get in that hot tub and close my eyes and you know who knows like a badger is gonna come to life and you know start telling me stand-up jokes or something um you guys so that's it for me quick tune-up of uh yeah I'm I'm totally incomplete if you guys have any uh wild and crazy stories about your own experiences with psychedelics, uh, hit that. You guys can send me voicemails. Uh, the link you'll find in my bio on Instagram. I also, uh, my website's under construction right now. We're putting up my new branding and stuff. So you'll be able to leave me messages directly there as well because I would love, I love talking like psychedelics with people. I think it's fascinating. Um, I certainly believe that like what our reality is here is like just a tip of what actually exists. Um, It's just that I know how sensitive I am. And I'm like, I, again, where it's like the amount of things that I've like seen or heard or downloaded, et cetera. And when I say downloaded, I mean like from spirit guides and stuff. I'm like, I'm not trying to like hang out with aliens and shit, you know? Um, But if you are, I want to hear about it. So as always, you guys, if you like this podcast, tell a friend, leave me a review. Uh, Honestly, uh, sharing it is like the biggest thing. Uh, We are going to make this the number one uh, comedy spirituality podcast Um, no matter how long it takes, I'm here for the ride. You know what I mean? Uh, mother serpent said so. All right. Uh, you guys check the show notes for, uh, that book offering and, uh, yeah, tune out, tune in. Uh, this has been your first tune up. Love you. Mean it.